and the World Bank were created in Bretton Woods in New Hampshire in the United States. It was in 1944. None of the African countries participated in this creation. It was British and American economists and it was specifically designed at that time during the rebuilding of Europe, the implementation of the Marshall Plan. And when we regained our independence uh, as African countries were then grafted into it, what they are designed to do is to ensure that we are in a perpetual state of debt. You can never get out of IMF and Bretton Woods institutions generally because they want to ensure that they control your economy and when they control your economy, they control your politics and when they control your politics, they control you and when they control you, they bring in military bases and when they bring in military bases, they determine who uh, governs you because if you don't play ball, they are going to instigate the armies to overthrow you because in any event, African armies want to be trained in Sandhurst they still want to be trained in the United States of America, so their, their world view is still dictated by those foreign powers. What we must do as a continent is to use our institution for purposes of financing our affairs. The African Development Bank was going to be such an engine, but you now know that it has almost 88 shareholders. The second largest shareholder is the United States of America. Japan has shareholding. The United Kingdom has shareholding. France has shareholding. They have seized and captured and paralyzed African Development Bank. It is only African in name. And as they say, he or she who pays the piper calls the tune. Even this sanction that you see being deployed against countries such as Zimbabwe is because we don't have an African institution. And one of the things that I hope that Africa and Union will begin to do, particularly when we are going to celebrate 60 years since the creation of the OAU, now AU, in the 23rd, 24th, and 25th days of May in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, is to rethink how we finance our affairs. Africa Union itself is almost 70% financed from outside. Financed even by NGOs such as GIZ and Roll Vollenberg Institute and European NGOs. And what they do is they simply tell you if the agenda is uh, climate, they tell you to go to climate. If the agenda is human rights, now the main agenda is LGBTQI. They tell you if you don't behave, we are going to cut aid. And Dead aid, Dambisa Moyo, Zambians, Dambisa Moyo talks about dead aid. And Grand, Greg, 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 Mills, Greg Mills talks about why Africa is poor and what Africa can do about it. I think that these will, should look at these books and what they have written, written in terms of research very keenly. There's a good book which has been written by the Korea Hajun Chang called The Bad Samaritans. And in The Bad Samaritans, he actually specifically talks about and against the IMF and its activities in the continent of Africa and in Latin America and elsewhere, and arrives at the conclusion that as long as we are dependent on IMF and World Bank, our economies are simply going to be shadow economies of the American economy or the Russian economy or the Chinese economy or the British economy or the European Union economy. And the time is now 
Latin America at a certain stage, Chile and Argentina actually and Brazil succeeded in weaning themselves off the breasts of the IMF and World Bank. We must now do it. If we don't, you will be amazed. And even at a small level, we can make all these organizations irrelevant. Danita, CEDA, or oh, oh, this little organization. We tell them we don't want your money. They give you $100,000, they think they own you and own your future generation. They ask you to write report every week and they proceed from the premise that you are a thief. You are stealing from them anyway. You have no independence. Your dignity is lost. So today, through my foundation, now we want to raise funds, but only from Africans. I believe that there are African millionaires and billionaires who, if we are able to persuade them that we are going to do a good job, should be the ones that are going to finance and fund us. Not, some, not George Soros, or Bill and Melinda Gates, or Tony Blair Institute. These are neo-colonialists whose only agenda is to control us and to manipulate us. And when they sit, they look at us and say, oh, these God-forsaken people.